How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Welcome, everybody, to the TRM Show. I have my wonderful co-host herself, Miss Jamie Filer. How are you, Jamie? Hi, guys. <laughs> I'm love. <laughs> How are you, Matt? Absolutely amazing. And we have our guest, Jamie. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. XC10. XC10, TRM leader. What else is he? A dad, Jamie? He's also a ex-pro. Husband. Husband. He's full of muscles. Um, he used to be a pro coach. He used to be a football player. He's been a coach for young athletes, pro athletes, all kinds of individuals around sport performance for many years. Leadership expert for men, um, performance expert coach. The list goes on with Mr. Raymond over there, Raymond Tong over there. And he's just a good guy with a big heart. We know Raymond loves his heart. <laughs> How are you, Ray? I'm doing great. And uh, I couldn't be accurate to be here. And I'll tell you one thing real quick, Matt. I, I've got to know this thing, okay? It's Raymond Tonier. Tonier. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up right now after six years of knowing each other. Um. <laughs> I think Alvin Brown is the only person ever who's gotten that right. Am I correct, Ray? <laughs> Yeah. Now I, have to, I have to reprogram my brain. Uh, yeah. uh, which, you know, I'm gonna call you just call you keep calling you Big Ray, Big Ray, Coach Ray. That works. That works. <laughs> it's so good to have you, Ray. Have you on the show? Talk about basically, you know, your big moves over the last how many months in the last year or two. Um, you've been very active in TRM, like in our leadership team, on our call with Jamie all the time, like just adding so much value. And of course, you're a very well experienced veteran in the industry of fitness and performance coaching in general. Yes, definitely. So, um, you know, through my long journey, through sports, you know, playing football at a very high level, uh, my dream was always to open up a sports performance center. So I made that dream come true, you know, a few years back, helped a lot of people. And, uh, you know, in life, there's a lot of things that change. We evolve and I've evolved. You know, I've realized things about myself where having a gym did not necessarily serve exactly the extent and the magnitude of everything that I felt that I had to give. So I had to be brave. I had to make big decisions uh, by choice. And uh, I guess we're going to talk about that today and hopefully help somebody. Oh, we will. What do you think, Jamie? Um, I mean, I want to I tell Ray, but also everyone listening and watching that the reason we chose Ray, you know, A, to be a leader for TRM, but also to be a, a guest on the podcast today wasn't just because Ray has grown his business considerably since starting TRM, but he has pivoted and changed his business model completely 
several times since starting TRM and, and the guy lands on his feet every single time. So it's not just like we've got Ray on because he understands scaling, growing and expanding. No, Ray understands moving your business in a completely different direction successfully. That's a great point. Totally. Speaking of that, let's make that our first point of topic for you, Ray. And how, you know, you were brick and mortar for how many years with the, with the gym? For three, three, a little bit over three years. Okay. And, and you we, would say like, we would say five years, really. I was operating at a smaller facility at first, and then I opened up a bigger facility where I was uh, at the bigger facility for about three years. Gotcha. And you, so from there, I think you pivoted, I believe it was, well, obviously COVID happened, obviously, we all know that. <laughs> but obviously from there, you, I believe, closed the doors in the gym to move totally online with your leadership, coaching, everything else in between. Was it six months ago, three, longer? It's been a little bit over a year ago now already. It's yeah. just time twice, you know, so fast. But yeah, I've been doing this for a bit over a year now. And you're, you're flying high, man. Like things I'm seeing on social, I'm seeing your groups are growing. I'm seeing the men are following you. Explain more about right now, what, kind of what was the pivot from like having the brick and mortar center to obviously what you're, what's happening now for you for the business right now, coach? Yeah, for sure. So I would tell you, ultimately, my goal is always to add this strong drive to just impact people. You know, uh, when I write down my personal mission statement, I see myself as like an insp inspirational force. And I, I say that with like total humility. I feel like I have a lot of things to give to help people be brave, you know, and create real change into their lives because I think everything starts from that. And that I had to be brave, you know, like you said, COVID happened. I was, I guess, in my comfort zone doing what I was doing, growing there. Um, and then I found out something is that for the first time in three years, I had to stop. I had to be at home for about a week or two and just think, you know, whatever I was doing on a day to day, I didn't have it. And then it dawned on me. I realized I wasn't there to see my son grow up the way I wanted to. You know, I wasn't spending time with my wife the way I wanted to. And even deeper than that, being in athletics all of my life, it was just natural for me to go into sports performance training and just to kind of climb that ladder. But then I realized that, you know, I was working in my area of very good, but I was not working in my area of great because I've actually realized that sports was never even my passion, how crazy that sounds. But I understood that my passion was really to, like, impact people, help them, you know, find the courage to truly pursue what they have in their hearts. And what was in my heart was just manifesting through my training, you know, teaching these lessons was just being manifested through my training. So I had a big question to ask myself. I was like, am I truly living my purpose right now? And for me, living in your purpose is something so important because that's what I tell to people every single day, right? It's one of my core values and it just hit me that maybe having a gym was something I really liked, but not something I necessarily loved. What I loved was creating other leaders, right? Helping, especially everyone, but let's say being a father, helping young men 
you know, open up their opportunities by having the right intangibles so that my son has people to look up to, you know, so that they meet the right people uh, one day. And then deeper in that, helping people work their nine to five who wake up every single day, they're not happy, but yet they keep doing the same thing. And all they gotta do really is just look at themselves in the mirror and say, hey, be brave. You know, you have the playbook, go. So they need that little push. And that's really where I felt my area of greatness was. So I just, I created a leadership program at first just for athletes. I reached out to a bunch of parents, a bunch of student athletes I used to work with. And I just asked them, how can I serve you right now? Gyms are closed. Your season is over. You're out of school. You're going in and out. I know mental um, mental health is so important. They need more direction. They need mentors. So I was really just looking to serve. And I started that online. And I realized, man, I love this. And there's actually a demand for it, right? There's actually like real impact that can be made. And then on top of that, I realized I wasn't confined to four walls anymore. You know, like the world just kind of opened up. So that was something new that wasn't necessarily in my thoughts. I was going to my TRM, you know, uh, calls, listening to you guys, and just different ideas started popping out in my mind. I never saw myself as like an online coach. I actually even dreaded that at first. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't be doing that. And but that's what was calling me to a point where, you know, here in Quebec, gyms were closed for close to a year, okay? And my goal, I was in a position where I could open it up again, but I started feeling anxious about gyms opening up again because I built a reality that I love so much, you know? And I was like, I can't go back to that. And that's when the decision came. I was like, you know what? I don't believe I need a gym anymore. I believe, like, this is truly where I need to be. And I need to be courageous enough to make that move, you know? And that's how I made my transition ultimately. It's incredible. I have a question around when you made that decision, obviously it's scary. So how did you overcome the fear of, of moving like three years, building the gym, now you're gonna go all online? Like, what was that turning point for you? What exactly were you doing to make that shift happen? Yeah. Number one, I was just taking action. Okay, taking action. And number two, I was just observing, you know, being still, not necessarily being reactive. I guess we all learn not to react so quickly, but really just to ask yourself the right questions, ask people that you serve the right questions and see what the feedback is. And all of that made me realize that, you know, I was truly seeking, like, um, truly seeking the truth. I don't know how that even sounds, but my truth was very clear, okay? Everything was pointing to the fact that, like, I was basically sending out money to a place I didn't need anymore. <laughs> you know, I just didn't need anymore, right? Taking it out of my family's mouth, basically. And then... That's when, he, when it struck me. So the first thing I did, like I said, was just to observe. And then from there, I had to be brave. I keep saying that word, but that's really where everything comes from. You know, When you know who you are, you know what you want to do, the only thing stopping you from kind of manifesting it is you're going to have to look at that fear in the eye. And 
I want to be free to do what I my heart wants to do, right? So that's the number one thing. I had two years left on my lease. I looked at that right in the eye. I always built great business relationship with whoever I worked with. So I went to the landlords and we had great conversation. Uh, we met halfway and then we came to an agreement where I needed to raise a substantial amount. That, that was my challenge. But, you know, my goal was to get that done at the latest um, early June of this year. You know, I actually raised the money and got everything else uh, before June, you know, like uh, late May. And uh, that's kind of how it happened. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That is fantastic. Jamie, any thoughts from you? Yeah, I'm super curious, Ray, when you decided, because you had already established your business. So when you decided that you wanted to pivot to a different demographic, how did you let kind of your old audience and your old clients know that that was going to be the case? And what did you physically do with them? Mm. Basically, what I did is I did myself what I was preaching people to do is that I took full responsibility you know, I was compassionate with people, but I had to understand my worth and take full ownership of that. Uh, you cannot always make everyone happy in life. It's funny, but where I moved right now, some of my neighbors are actually some of my old clients. And when I walk on the street with my son, they're asking me every day, coach, can you train me? Like, I miss it so much. I never found another coach. And I'm just like, nope, <laughs> you know, like, nope. And if they want to get into my programs, well, here's the price, but have a great day. You know, they understand that separation where I truly appreciate you, okay? But my goal, I think it's a very good question that you asked, Jamie, because I had to do a lot of uh, internal work to go from just wanting to help people, which I was really doing, having a brick and mortar, not necessarily being in my passion, just doing something I liked and that I was good at it. And now when you live into your purpose, now I'm about impact. There's a difference between like helping and truly having impact. Impact means you gotta be more selective. You gotta say no sometimes. You gotta have clear, how can I say that, boundaries. And uh, that was the biggest thing that I did with all of these clients. So the ones that worked with that vision, they're still here. The ones who didn't necessarily fit with it, they're not. And I just referred them and we have great relationships. But that's what I made very, very clear from the beginning is for me to accomplish what I want to accomplish and have the type of impact I want to have, it takes a certain type of people that I'm going to give my energy to and work with, you know, and that was the biggest thing. Mm. Yeah. Selecting things. I like that. That's awesome, Ray. How has it changed for your family now? Mm, okay. I'll tell you a good example. Uh, Matt, you're, you're married. You're in a couple. Jamie, you're married, you know, for, for a couple of years now. Um, I'll tell you about, like, my day this morning. Before, because my head was always, you know, in the business. I was leaving early, coming back late. I remember like my wife was always like arguing with me about like doing more chores at home, you know, like cleaning dishes and things like that. Now what I do is that there's Tuesdays, Thursdays, all I did all morning was just clean up the house, take my time, 
locked on. This is the first thing I'm doing today, and I don't feel bad about it because I kind of set up my schedule and my coaching around what's truly important in my life, which my number one value is family, being a father, being a husband. And before, I felt like it was the opposite. I felt like I was really working for my business and not necessarily the other way around. Now my business really aligns with my life. So uh, my son is probably one of the last kids showing up at daycare. You know, like we're having fun together. We're five minutes away from his daycare. We can walk there. I come back. I don't know what traffic is. You know, I, I'm in my office. I'm seeing clients. Sometimes they come to my backyard, you know, if they live close, one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. And I I never even thought that was possible to be quite honest with you guys one year ago because I was of that mindset that you show up at 6, you leave at 9, you know, first one in, last one out every single day. And then you realize, wow, this morning I didn't see my son wake up. I got home, he's sleeping. You know, that's not what I want ultimately. So that's really everything that I did for family. Mm. Jamie? Um, trying to think of another question I have for Ray. He's pretty much, where do you see, like, what's the next thing? Or is this, is this the thing? And then it's just a matter of, of scaling, optimizing, growing, expanding. Mm, very good question, Jamie. Honestly, the next thing, I don't know. What I know is that I love what I'm doing now. Okay. I absolutely love what I'm doing now. I can see myself doing that for a very long time because once again, like, this business aligns directly with like my purpose and what I feel is my area of greatness. So that will not change, but ultimately life changes. You know, I, I wrote down a, a quote, actually I'd like to share with you guys before uh, this call, but to exist is to change, to change is to mature, to mature is to go on uh, creating oneself endlessly. So, What's going to happen 10 years ago? I don't know. You know, we all evolve. You know, life evolves. New opportunities come. But what I know is that the values will remain the same. The goals will remain the same. And the manifestation of that will just evolve, right? So right now, I love being a high-performance coach. I'm working on writing a book. Uh, our good friend, TRM leader, Alvin Brown, we had great conversations actually, you know, talk to me about it. And I started actually working on that. I've been public speaking for a while. And when I had the brick and mortar gym, I was thinking of so many things that I just let that go. And I love that. So I've been doing that. You know, I had a couple gigs recently. I'm looking to do that a lot more, uh, let's say aggressively pursue that. So that's like my trifecta right now, whereas like high performance coaching uh, for like men, uh, early stage entrepreneurs, athletes, um, writing a book, and also speaking. So that's what I'm doing right now. Let's dig into the mind of, of Coach Ray for a second on getting some tools out of you. Okay, some out of your toolbox. So if you could, if you could look at your leadership, what you've gained over the years from playing sports, having your gym, having your business, to now being a father, and uh, and now doing obviously right now your coaching business. What would be some tools you'd give men out there, listeners, who are obviously right now in the training business and they want to be the best version of themselves when they're out there growing, whether they're with their family or they're single or they're married, whatever. What tools would you give them to excel? Okay. The first tool that I would give them is actually a question. 
Okay, simple question. I would ask them, who are you? Okay, who are you? Because I've realized that a lot of people don't necessarily have an answer to that. And a lot of people in our space who may be very successful, then what happens is we know there are burnouts, there are different things, but what happens when you ask them that question, they tell you about what they do. But I'm not talking about what you do. I'm talking about who you are. What are like your, what's, what are your core values? What is your purpose? I find that the truth is there, okay? We already have the playbook. All we need to do is just kind of sit back sometimes, be still, and truly reflect on that, and a lot of answers will come. It will probably make you even better at the job you're doing, or it will tell you what you truly want to do right now, but you've been, you know, putting way, way back in your mind. You know it's there. You don't even, like, realize it anymore. So that's the first question. The second question I would ask them is simply, okay, where are you going? You know, where are you going? What are you chasing? I don't really like the word chasing. I like more, like, attracting but once you know who you truly are, okay, then define what you actually want, you know, where are you going and are you attracting these things, you know, just by the way you live. And then once you figure that out, I said it a couple of times during this call, it's about being brave, you know, it's there, <laughs> it's there. Are you going to go, you know, or are you going to, you know, stay in your comfort zone, be unfulfilled think you have some type of success, but you know you're not necessarily super happy. You know, if you're in a relationship, it's slowly degrading. Uh, we don't have a thousand years to live, you know? And we talk about pivoting. That's kind of like my approach. I'm like, you know what? I want to be happy. I want to be happy. And it's truly important for me to maximize whatever God gave me that's there. If I don't do anything with it or I let it slip away, I don't have a thousand years to live. You know, the clock is, is working against us. So that would be the thing. Who are you? What are you chasing? Are you attracting these things? And are you willing to be brave enough to manifest them? You know? mm. That's awesome, Ray. Do you have any wisdom you want to share there, Jamie, from your angle? This I was going to wait. I know that we're we're slowly approaching our time, so I was waiting for our format, Matt. Usually you do stories in rapid fire. What's the plan? The plan <laughs> is an like open book today. It's been like Ray's just been laying the bombs there, Jamie. He has been, yeah, he has a wealth of knowledge. Um, Thanks, okay, Ray, you're, you're a huge fan of quotes um, and, and idioms. And I absolutely love it. Like every time we have you share wisdom on TRM, you typically start with a quote you've heard or read recently, and then your own take on it and how, you know, the 10 K group can apply it. So I would love to know the top three books that have impacted mm. you as an individual and a business person, um, the most. Wow. Man, you're dropping the, the bomb, uh, bomb questions, Jamie. Okay. Uh, there's actually one right here I recommend. Motivation Manifesto is yep. right here by Brandon Burchard. Um, very, very good book. There's actually another book that I found just super randomly. You know, I was going to a thrift store. I was looking for something. And I found this book by Danielle Laporte. She's actually a Canadian author and businesswoman. I don't know exactly what she does. I think more in the marketing space. And it's called the Firestarter Sessions. 
it actually inspired me because for years I've been like modeling some of like my conferences and things like that. I've been calling them Heart on Fire, right? So just that that name, I thought it was cool. And I would tell you it's probably one of the most inspiring and just direct book about like business and personal development that I've found. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like really learning about yourself. So these are two. And uh, listen, I have so many. But another good one, I would say, uh, I would probably say the monk who sold his Ferrari, you know, uh, I, I really like that one too, because it talks to you about like material possessions. And obviously, like, we all deserve uh, what's best, you know, all of us, especially if you work hard, but uh, he talks about like purpose, and like, what's truly important what are you truly chasing why do you want certain things and other things and how do you manifest true happiness in your life for me greatness is happiness ultimately so whatever makes you happy do that that's greatness and you're cool with that so these are three good books that i can i guess uh tell you guys about that was awesome jamie what do you think yeah, that's perfect. And and I've not heard of two of the three. So I'm excited to add those to my my night table. I'm curious for you, Jamie, what would be your two top books that you can yes. think of that are like, you, you know, your top two? Um, the Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It's about a 700 page book, 40 something chapters at least, but it literally deals with everything from how to make money, to how to think about money, to how to be a good person, to how to win friends and influence people. It's So it's it's literally success in every single area of your life. And then the second one would be The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fart uh, <laughs> by Mark Mason. Um, it's, it's one of those ones because we can't control anything in this life mm-hmm. except yeah. for our attitudes. So this is essentially a book about how to control your attitude. Mm, that's phenomenal. I love that. I would say my two, I have many, but I would say right now, I got my head, obviously my number one book I would say that I got mentioned to him a couple of times is The Big Leap. Yes. The Hendrix. Uh, that book is one of my top favorite of all time. And I've got a couple more, but I would say that Think and Grow Rich, even though it's a classic, uh, yeah. I read that probably 15 times. Um, it's a really, really good book just for more like foundational work. Yeah, it is. You bet. It is. Well, guys, we're coming to the end of our call right now. Ray, it's been an absolute pleasure having you with both of us today and sharing and hearing your amazing gold gem. So thank you very much, Ray. My pleasure, guys. Thank you for having me. You are both here. Thank you. <laughs> so, guys, share the episode, guys, on your Instagram or your social media if you guys found value in today's episode, guys. Be sure to follow us on TRM on TRM podcast show is on itunes spotify and stitcher guys wishing you all well all three of you all two of you today a wonderful productive and awesome day and thank you jamie you always rock the co-hosting chair with me and ray it's been a pleasure my man you guys take care thank you so much